All right, what is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in. This is the Retro Podcast with your man Zach, aka the Retro. I am here by myself this time, and uh, this is going to be my second episode. So, <clears throat> you know, trying to do these every day, every other day um, <laughs> is going to be interesting. I am obviously not a professional, I'm no Joe Rogan over here, but, <clears throat> you know, I feel like it's hard for me to really get my personality and my ideas across on social media because, um, you know, it's something typed out or it's, you know, a clipped video. It's summarized in some way. So I like the podcast thing because it allows me to just talk and ramble and um, get things out that, uh, you know, it would be harder to understand through um, text or or if you're reading what I'm saying. It's hard to kind of catch the emotion in my voice and that sort of thing. So, um yeah, that's why I'm doing the podcast. And, uh, you know, um, I know a lot of you guys are going to be coming from that, uh, the whole fitness side of things. But, um, but I want you guys to know that, um, even if I'm not talking about fitness all the time, I think a lot of what I, what I might say probably pertains to, to you or just to people in general. I mean, um, what I like to always say is I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here, just like anybody else. So it's not like my opinions really mean anything other than this is what I have thought about and concluded and it's not um it's not ever to pressure you into thinking a different way or I and I never want to feel like um I'm trying to make somebody see my point of view I just want someone to acknowledge that there is an alternate point of view and it could help you you know sometimes there's point of views that we don't want to see that or that we've never even seen before or heard of and, and the next thing you know someone talks to you about something and, and it clicks so that's kind of why I like talking to because you get those those little clicks you know that that really make things um, start to make sense and you know the only way you really get those moments of clarity is by going through a bunch and bunch of bullshit <laughs> right I mean seriously you have to try a hundred things before you're successful if you don't try anything you won't be successful at anything so um if you you know if you're going at something over and over and over again even though you're expecting to to have lots of failures you know that that gold is is there somewhere and you just have to find it and be ready for it when it comes you know and that's kind of like uh you know we're coming in we're, we're taking opportunities um really plays a big role in in your life you know and especially for me i've i've realized that um, a lot of my success or just a lot of the good things I have going for me in my life are built off of a butterfly effect of taking an opportunity when it was presented to me. Um, and so, you know, for that reason, I feel like um, taking opportunities is a really good topic. And so that's kind of what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I have this huge back, basically like blunt cigar thing that I rolled I went to a smoke shop and I just they had cigars there, so I bought like a six dollar cigar. It broke it down and I re-rolled it with three grams of fire and then half a gram of wax in there. So this is quite the beefcake of a blunt. I wish you guys could see this right now. I got put a custom filter on it and everything. It's pretty uh it's pretty sick, but um um ah, ah, I gotta leave in my mouth. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and smoke this and I'm gonna talk a little bit about taking opportunities and uh, hopefully, you know, you guys can get some enlightenment out of it. And, you know, I'm really good at switching gears and going on tangents. So when I smoke, I have no idea. You know, I have no promises on where this is going to go. You know, hopefully it's good enough and I actually post this. But, you know, you never know. But uh, but cheers, guys. I'm going to go ahead and light this up and see what comes to my mind. 
It's a freaking. This is literally a cigar. This is a whole ass cigar. Let's see here. Get off of there. There we go. Dang, I really wish I had somebody to smoke this with, but hey, I'll just smoke with my other personalities. Guess that works. I'm smoking with you guys, right? Y'all smoking with retro. Light up one top. Hey, fuck it. Smoke with me. I'm trying to get this thing balanced. But, uh, but man, yeah, taking opportunities. So, you know, I think that a lot of people are sad in this world because there's things that they really want in life that they just don't have, you know? At the same time, you have to realize that a person who is poor, like if you think of a starving kid in Africa or just, you know, anything like that, and they get a soccer ball and they're extremely happy and it's like, what is that? Well, that's them that's them finding joy in a, in a, in a shitty environment in something that on a, on a ratioed scale of what they're used to is 100 times better. So if you're, if you're not, a, if you don't aren't aware of that, your life can be a million times different then you, you know, you almost deal with less, which is kind of just an interesting thought, you know, like people don't even realize what they're missing out on. And so therefore they have better lives essentially. So the problem nowadays is we all know what's out there for us to achieve and, and have at our disposal. But most of us aren't born with the ability to actually go out and get it. And we're not really showed or taught what what it takes to do that, you know? Whew. And I think that's really where I like shine. When I see, I, I learned, you know, when I, when something comes my way, when somebody, when somebody talks to me about something, not even if, even if it's not interesting, but if you see somebody with passion about something, you should be open and aware as much as possible to what they're passionate about because there are so many things out here in this world that we don't even know, like exist, like jobs and, and things that people do on a day-to-day -day basis. Like there's things we can't fathom, not because they're crazy, but because we've never thought of it because there's that many different things going on, you know? So every time you talk to somebody, you should be speaking to them with an open mind and an interested mind. What do you do? Why do you do it? Hmm, that's interesting. Does this affect my life in any way? Could this affect my life in any way? You can create opportunities out of nothing out of zero thin air just by communicating with people around you and interacting with your environment. You can create opportunities. You just have to kind of know how to work with, with what you got, you know? So for me, I'm in the gym all the time. So that's like a very high social environment for me. So I'll go to the gym and I'll meet like two or three people a day. I mean, literally I make two or three friends a day at the gym. And, and, you know, when I go out and about, I talk to strangers, I talk to anybody, you know, anybody who's got an open spirit um, that I that I sense or I vibe with, you know, I've, I allow myself to talk, even if I don't really want to, um, just because you never know, you know, and I hate, I don't, I'm obsessed with not shutting myself off to opportunity, you know, it's why I'm terrible with commitment, because when you're committed to one thing, <laughs> you shut yourself off from all other opportunity, Um which is kind of a downfall, but it's a balancing act of life, I suppose. So for me, um, I have chosen to always be ready for opportunities because I like doing 
short blasts of high work, high energy work kind of thing. I like that, that uh, quick reward style stuff. So for me, I'd like to jump at opportunities that, that are quick and effective. Um, but I also like to plot, you know, so <clears throat> if I talk to somebody and, you know, nothing they really tell me about pertains to me or interests me or anything like that, I'll still find out about them just so that way I know in the back of my mind that I have a connection for this or a connection for that. Maybe one day down the road, I'll be interested in that field of work. Or maybe one day down the road, I'll be doing something like that. And that connection will actually be money or tangible or material to me. That will actually mean something to me more than just a new friend, which it is right now. But I could have not made a friend in this moment and then six months down the road, not taken an opportunity that I created through this friend, you know, and I've seen over the years of, dang, I wish I had kept that person's information or dang, I wish I had done this or that or damn, I wish I hadn't done this or that because six months later, I just fucked myself, you know, (laughs) that'll happen too. Um, If you don't take opportunity or if you fail to follow through on an opportunity or you do the wrong thing um, on said opportunity, you know, you kind of, you'll tend to notice that you pay for it down the road. So um, it's kind of like, you know, you see, you look for the short reward, but you also are plotting for that long, that long haul, you know? And so that's, that's just kind of where I keep my mind, I guess. Um, I don't know. I'm in sales. So, you know, there's, there's products out there and programs and people just, you know, there's just a million things to sell out there. So when you're in a, a culture like that, everything can be interesting, you know, let me light this guy back up here. But yeah, so taking opportunities. Let me think of some good oppor- examples for you guys. Okay. Okay, so here's a good one. So I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to college, right? I was just in high school, getting by, going to college because that's what everybody did. I had Florida prepaid. My mother's awesome. So, you know, school was paid for, which only made it easier for me to be like, well, I don't give a fuck, you know, because <laughs> I didn't even have to really work for my college. Um, that's the truth, but there you go. Um, and so for me, college was like, I guess I'll, I guess I'll go. I don't know what I'm going to do, but at least I'll get an education, blah, blah, blah. But I loved bodybuilding, you know, and I loved the fitness industry. I just, you know, I'm a kid going to school. So anyways, I'm in college and, um, you know, I had been working with I guess I should have started this before that. So before I even graduate high school, I uh, was just on Instagram. I had started my little fitness page or whatever. And, you know, I wasn't anybody at all. Made a couple hundred followers or something like that. And I came across this little ad for some protein chip company. Hey, we're looking for ambassadors. I mean, we see you guys see it all the time on social media companies looking for ambassadors, you know, and there, there are a million out there doing the thing. But, uh, but you know, kid me, I, I was filling out all those applications just trying to find somebody to sponsor me or give me free supplements or just, you know, boost me in any way on social media or in real life. So I guess I already had that, <clears throat> that kind of spark in me to start messaging out to people. But, you know, that's what you do when you're an athlete. Athletes know you have to find people like coaches and colleges and camps and teams. Like, that's what you do. You go looking for it. So anyways, I am, let's see, totally on a tangent right now. Mm. So I fill out an application for this protein thing through Instagram, this protein company as an ambassador, and I forget about it, and like a month goes by, and out of nowhere, I get an email from the owner of the company, hey, we just saw your review, sorry for the delayed you know, message, uh, we'd love to talk to you on the phone, and I was like, oh shit, on the phone? This is legit, these are like real people. All right, cool. Next thing you know, talking on the phone, shooting the shit, 
great thing. Next thing you know, boom, I'm an ambassador. Cool. All right. Get 15% off. Get to post pictures. They post me, blah, blah, blah. All fine and dandy. And, uh, you know, what I found was I really liked the company. I really liked the product and I committed to it and I actually gave them my energy. I went out of my way to offer suggestions and help out in any way that I could. And, um, you know, eventually this, and it was a small company at the time. So they were growing. There's only a couple, two people running it. They grew and they started doing these expos, uh, like the, uh, um, Europa events in Orlando, these bodybuilding and, and, and health food expos. And, uh, you know, me at 17, they were like, I was like, Hey, you know what? There's an expo in Orlando. Let's do it. And, uh, I would love to like help you guys run the booth. And so, um, we did a booth together and I showed up and met the owners and we did the thing and, and it was awesome. And, um, you know, long story long, I, I basically just gave them my energy and my, you know, I, I loved that company and, um, it paid off by the time I turned 19 and I was in college at FSU. Um, they were like, Zach, we're finally big enough. We need a sales guy. We need someone to go around and do sales for us and we're going to pay him salary and we want it to be you. And I was like, what? Me, 19 years old, 40K a year, to do sales for protein? Ch- Are you fu- Bet. Hard bet. Hard bet. <laughs> Count me in, motherfucker. But my, this guy, my, my boss, Creek, bro, did not want me to drop out of school because he's a top 10 Boston College graduate. He's like, we want to give it to you, bro, but you know you're in school. And so there was like this whole thing about them not you know, having this moral issue with k- taking me out of school for this job. But uh, for me, it was like a no brainer. I was like, let me take this job. Let me go to work like I want to in an industry that's going to push me forward and advance me because I actually care about this industry, you know, and and I did. And I took it. And dude, I ran that job for four years. I made more money and I made more connections and it gave me a platform for my life, for my life. I'm talking I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went to school and I came out of this butterfly effect from an ambassador application knowing what I wanted to do with my life and knowing that I had passions and skills that were worth it. Knowing that I was worth something came out of taking that opportunity. And um and you know that's just the biggest lesson. And I think another great lesson on top of that is just knowing that uncomfortable situations are lessons in themselves. And so the more uncomfortable situations that you put yourself into the more lessons you're going to learn and the the more you're going to grow as a person and so for me that was it you know and I was just so th- I'm so thankful that I had that opportunity come my way and I and I'm so pr- I'm proud of myself for taking it and writing it and using it and not letting it go to waste and 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 really trying to just get as much as I could out of it I mean my boss Creek was a, you know a genius when it came to sales and stuff so I learned everything I could from this guy and you know I learned how to run businesses and I learned, I just absorbed every scrap of information I could, you know, from this guy and, and from the accounts that I would go to, cause I was doing door to door, well, business to business sales for a protein chip company. So I was going into every supplement shop and gym and GNC, anything you can think of smoke shops for crying out loud. And I was selling, slanging chips, baby, slanging it. But, uh, but you know, that was, that was, that was a, a bigger deal for me, I think, than I even realized at the time. And, you know, after a few years of doing that, um, it kind of got stagnant. A couple things kind of happened. And I just, I actually ended up quitting because I felt like I was being held back. Now, how how is that possible that I feel held back at 21 years old, making 
basically 50000 a year in another state. How do I feel held back? Well, what happened was I figured out, okay, when I have money, this is what I care about. This is what I don't care about, right? So you have priori- priorities. And then I figured out that the priorities that I actually have weren't in line with the job that I had. They weren't in line with the life I was living because the priorities that I had, I had, I felt like I had to hide them. Mainly being a, a, a functional weed smoker, to be honest. Um, for me, cannabis is uh, a very high, high, what do you call it? Um, it's a very big part of my life day to day. And as much as I don't like to press it on people, I do, I do because I want them to know that there are functional stoners. I want everyone to know that there are people out there getting shit done every day that smoke weed, you know, and, and I want people to know that they're, they're allowed to be that way too, because I know what it's like to feel like you have to hide. I know what it's like to feel like you have to like be somebody else because everyone wants you to be somebody else. And especially if you're like a really good person, that makes it really hard because everyone thinks if everyone thinks you're a really good person, then you really don't want to hurt anybody. I guess, you know, I don't know. I'm always trying to treat people with respect and love and kindness, but it seems like because I do that so often, I'm never allowed to mess up, you know, because when I do, it's just 10 times worse. But fuck that. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. I'm going to be dope and awesome, but I'm also going to smoke weed. Oh, and guess what? I'm going to be successful. Oh, and guess what? I'm going to love better than you are. I'm going to I'm going to see the light in more things than you are. And that's not really because of weed. It's because of my mentality, and I'm just telling the world that I can do both just like everybody else. Because we're out here doing it, man. I go to the gym. I have trained for 5 hours a day for months on end. For competitions on the worst diets in the worst environments living environments that you know y'all y'all <laughs> y'all if you're if y'all are bodybuilders you know not to prep with a significant other unless that's like your life partner so you can pretty much guess how that went for me but <clears throat> you know i've been i've been through some crazy shit and the uh whew. I lost my damn train of thought there. All right, I'm halfway through this uh, little cigar thing, so I guess it's getting me. Damn, what am I at here? Nine? No, I'm not even halfway through this thing. This beast, it keeps going out on me because I'm rambling, but I guess that's what I'm supposed to do because I'm on a podcast, right? Your host, Retro. Let me get you some, some ASMR puffs here. Hold on. Y'all like that? <laughs> uh, shit. But yeah, man. Take, <coughs> taking opportunities. <coughs> I mean, how many times have you been like, shit, I should have done that. I should have I did it, man, when I had the chance. And now, mm-hmm. here's another good one. Here's another great thought on taking opportunities that I want to share. Okay, so. We take opportunities and we don't take opportunities, right? We see we see the lesson when we don't take it and we see what we could have had if we had taken it, right? There's a lesson. So lessons. Lessons are very important. If you don't learn them, you have to learn the same lesson again, which consumes time, energy, and thought process, which therefore basically slows you down in your evolution of it, uh, being a human. So the cool philosophy that I've been working with lately is 
taking the lessons of my ancestors, namely my parents, because they're the closest relative. They're the they're right next to my age, right? It's hard to talk. To, you can't talk to your great 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 grandparents. Here's the whole point. Here's my point. When your parents have gone through shit, right, and they've learned lessons and they've taken and not taken opportunities and they have a whole wealth, a whole pool of knowledge surrounding this experience. And they have our little shithead asses and we're just over here like, our parents don't know shit. Our parents are dumb as hell. What are you talking about, dad? What are you talking about, mom? Y'all were in school 20, 40 years ago. You don't, it's not the same it's not the same. It's the fucking exact same. Nothing's changed. It's actually just worse. So come on now. Why don't we just take the, the lessons that they learned? Why don't we take the blessing of their knowledge and build off of it? Because imagine if we just start building off of that instead of restarting every life. So, you know, you've got a parent who gives their kid lots of street smarts, right? And like tries to educate them and really is very open-minded and tells them things, right? So that kid now has all that information and goes about life already knowing that, right? So they go through life already knowing that and advancing off of that. And then you've got parents who raise their kids with, you have to figure it out yourselves because that's the way of the world. And that's, that's how you're going to really survive in this world is by learning it yourself. I see the point, what they're trying to make there, but you're really halting human evolution by doing something like that because you're now forcing your kid to have to relearn the same shit that you learned, but you're not thinking about all this because nobody's really concerned about human evolution. But I'm really concerned about why the hell we're on this planet in the first place. And I think if once we start, once we stop fighting amongst ourselves and once we figure some things out spiritually, then we can start figuring out what the hell we're doing on planet Earth and why we're here and all that. But really, we're just, we're just fucking ourselves up and we're just keeping ourselves in a stagnant zone. I mean, humans have been around for millions of years. We only just have this God and this religion and stuff going around. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like we, 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 especially in the last century, we've advanced a lot technologically. But I feel like we're also advanced in our, like, clouded way of thinking. I think now we are so, not frivolous, but pompous. We think we're so smart, but... If you look at us on a timeline, um, you know, the same way. Yeah. Okay, so we're in 2020, right? We feel so smart right now. But in 10 years from now, we're going to be looking back and thinking 2020. So stupid. We didn't know about X, Y, and Z, you know? We, I'm looking back at 2014. I remember when 2014 felt like a brand new year. I remember when 2014 rolled around. It was such a weird year. 2014, huh? 2014. 2015. That's when we really started getting into the th- into the 2000s, you know? And it's just... Hmm. I don't know. My whole my whole thing is I'm I'm building off my parents' uh faults. All of all of their whenever they tell me to do something or not to do something, 9 times out of 10 now I'm going to fucking listen to them. Um the only time I won't is if my heart is telling me I have to do something else or if I feel like I haven't explained myself properly. And I'm not going to be able to. Those are pretty much the only times. Because otherwise, them have, my parents have figured out a lot. You know, I'm blessed to have smart parents, you know, and, 
and grounded parents and parents who have critical thinking skills um, and are able to share that with me. And, you know, that in itself created a lot of opportunities for me, I guess, too. Um, Just having them there to guide me and show me what was going on, Um, but still letting me fall on my face enough, you know, nice, healthy mix, I believe. Um, It's funny, too. My parents uh, tell me all the time. Well, specifically, my mom tells me that she she wants to tell me what to do, but she sees that whenever I make decisions based off of my heart, that I usually, I almost always pick the right, the right decision. But it's only when I really sit and think and do it from my heart instead of my head that I do so, because otherwise I really fuck myself. And so it's funny because sometimes, because she'll tell me, she'll be like, I want to tell you what to do, but I feel like your heart knows what to do. You just have to listen. And if I say anything, it's going to, it's going to deter you from doing that. And it's so funny to hear your mom say that because you're like, I'm just like, mom, fucking tell me what to do. I don't know what to fucking do. Please, God, tell me. Just give me the answer. What's with these riddles? But she's like, I really don't want to. You know? And I have to. S- <laughs> and so, you know, at, at first you're just like, geez, okay, I'll figure this out. But taking a step back from the situation and thinking about it, it's like, wow. I'm not saying I'm special compared to anybody else. I think we're all special. But it's definitely it's definitely an interesting feeling to acknowledge the fact that you are special. Like, I think I'm special, you know? <laughs> I think I'm special in a few ways, but <laughs> I'm talking about I'm talking about enlightenment. I'm talking about, you know, being able to be aware of your presence in a room of other people in a sense that you are... Um, responsible for the energy in the room just like the person next to you and you have the ability to manipulate and change that just like the person next to you and to think that it's not your responsibility is really just to pass it off in the universe and that's not how I work you know um I don't know but yeah it's cool that you know my mom will say that and and you know it's cool that she thinks that way because it makes me feel confident when I do make decisions and I end up in a place where I'm like, I don't know if this is better or worse, but you know, I'm going somewhere and, and then it proves out, it proves that, you know, it was a good choice and, you know, I'm in a better place, you know? Um, and I make bad decisions, bad decisions too. You know, I've, I've put myself in some really, really bad scenarios and, um, it's really just what you do with, it's really how you carry yourself in those dark times that that show you what's going to happen for you when you finally get through it. So if you're going through a dark time right now and you're treating it as if it's the end of the world for you and you're just not going to care anymore, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but please just don't expect it to change, you know? But if you go if you go about it acknowledging the pain, acknowledging the environment that you're in acknowledging what you're going through like acknowledging it and wanting it to change and making concrete and conscious steps towards fixing it because there are and you know there are ways of fixing your environment once you start doing that it it could take you years you know it could take you weeks it doesn't matter how long it takes but it's that's that's the difference. That's what's going to tell you how it's going to be by the time you get through it. Because you can and you will get through it. 
but are you going to be okay afterwards? You know, like, who are you going to be as a person? And I think that that can be decided by how you go about yourself and your ways through the hard times and how you really view yourself, you know? Um, It can be hard to, like, love yourself all the time or even at all. You know, that's, that's totally understandable, but you know deep down that you do love yourself because you're not dead, you know? You're alive. You don't know why. We're all here. We don't know why. But there's something in us that tells us to survive and go and go and go and go. And I know that there's something that also tells you to quit and give up and end it, but we don't, right? All right. So you do love yourself. So ride that, baby. Ride that. Find that 1%, bro. Grow it. Focus on it. Accept the fact that it's really there because it is. You do love yourself. It's just hard right now. But you'll figure it out. And if you focus on the fact that at least you love yourself, other people can love you too, then you're good, man. Just take the time. Just don't force anything, you know? But that, but, but there is a truth right there. So you, if you focus on that truth... When you're in pain, I love myself. I know I love myself. This fucking sucks. I hate what I've done. I hate my life. But I know I love myself. And I will get through this. And I am in pain. But I will get through this. And the next opportunity that I get to give myself positive energy, positive motion, positive way forward, the next opportunity I get, I'm taking it, damn it. And if I don't, it's because I don't love myself. But I know that that's not true. So what am I going to do to change? Because mm-hmm. if you don't love yourself, no one's going to be able to love you. And you're going to be miserable. And yeah, you might survive. You might not kill yourself, right? You might just go about life. But one day you are going to die, you know? And it's just going to be a, a poof. And is your poof on earth going to be bullshit? Or is it going to be beautiful? Is it going to be... Fantastic. Are you going to be dying, dying with a smile on your face because of all the insane memories going through your mind as your last moments go through your head? Or are you going to be panicking and scared and sad? It doesn't even matter how old you are. You can still change because you know what you want to do. You just got to do it. You just got to find the opportunity and take it. And if you don't see it, create it. Make it. Do what you have to do. Get things in order. Give yourself the time. Make a plan. Give yourself some serious give yourself some serious time to critically think about what it is that's going on. And by the way, don't ever blame anybody else. Take responsibility for everything going on in your life. No matter how shitty and fucked up it is, take responsibility for the fact that it's how you feel about it that is making it that way. Because if you felt another way about it, then it wouldn't be affecting you, right? Okay, so it's yours. Own it, work with it, and find out what's going on. Maybe it is you. Maybe it is somebody else. But you have to figure it out, and you have to really know. And you can't be angry about it, because nothing is personal. It's just that everything is. It's only about yourself, and that's how other people are too. So that's what you have to keep in mind. (sighs) Sometimes I feel like I'm giving myself therapy. (laughs) Yeah.
It's true, though. And, you know, we're scared of things. I mean, there's things that, that scare us, that keep us from trying new things, you know. And some people are happy staying in their comfort zone, but some of us aren't. And, like, that's, and that's, that's the darkness in us is that we know we're not living our full potential. That's why we're sad and we don't know it. But we do know what it is. We're not living our full potential. It's not what we crave most we know exists, but we don't feel it because it's not here. But we're not looking for it, so now we're mad at ourselves. We're frustrated. You know? Man, it's hard. I, I swear, if I didn't have fitness, I, I don't know where that would be because having, having a passion keeps you from in pain. People without passion are in pain. That's what, I, that's what I think. I think that if you don't have a passion, if you don't have something to love, if you don't have something to care about, then there's nothing to care about. You know? So I feel really bad for people who haven't found something, somebody, anything to love because and be passionate about because you feel they feel empty. They must. I know I would. And an empty person is not okay. You know, an empty person has to cope and it's just it's a sad life for somebody who's empty, you know? And so somebody who doesn't have passion for anything or it's in that can be for a variety of reasons from the way you were growing up to the people you've had in your life to the negative situations that have affected us um you know there's a million reasons why but what you what you want to realize is just the fact that lack of passion equals pain and more passion equals less pain because when you consume your thoughts with positive progressive passionate things you literally do not even you're not aware of the darkness when you're in a passionate state of mind it's not there that's your break that's the that's what you're the break you're looking for from that dark cloud is it lies within passion and mushrooms (laughs) and and psychedelics but not really but kind of you know oh boy that's another conversation but listen the whole point is that um, you know, you got this and, uh, you know, it's the opportunity, man, the, that is the big word of the day of the, of the year is even opportunity and taking it and even being able to see it because we're so close minded. We're so clouded by what's going on in our life, be, be it politics, relationships, people, friends, family. I mean, God damn, there's a lot going on, isn't there? There's a lot affecting us on a day-to-day basis. Hormones, the food we eat, the fucking shit, the air we breathe, man. The God, we are affected by a million things on a day-to-day basis. A million things that are out here trying to keep us from being spiritually enlightened and figuring out who we are and why we're here. Who we are and why we are here. Humans on earth, who we are and why we are here. Humans on earth in a universe on a planet floating through space. What the fuck is going on? You know? But but right now all we're concerned about is Trump and Biden and and friggin' TikTok. So, you know, we don't have to worry about those other things, right? But what if what if that's our demise? What if being clouded is our demise and being open-minded is our victory? That's where we'll finally win. 
because I feel like there is something to win. I feel like we are in a game to lose or win. And I see all of these things coming in, affecting my ego and my ego itself blocking me from being able to be fully enlightened and being able to fully accept that I am a spiritual being in in this universe and I need to figure out why or at least some sort of understanding of it because, you know, it takes time to figure these things out in your head. You have to give yourself the time to think <clears throat> and being clouded and caring about things that at the end of the day really don't matter. It's bad. It's bad. It's plain bad. It's the devil. If you believe in God, there's the devil. And it, and it lies within your own ego. So being aware of your own ego in itself is um, enlightening. Um, and it's definitely uh, will upgrade you as a person or elevate you as a person. Um, and so, yeah. I'll let this blunt go out again. Let me go ahead and re-spark her here. A little ASMR for you. Oh, man. I'm in my room right now. It's raining outside. Let me open this door real quick so you guys can hear this, this rain. Whoop. Hopefully you guys can hear that. But man, I love that. I love the rain, man. I live in Florida. And I live for Florida weather. I'm a Florida boy at heart forever. Love this state and all of its craziness and its insanity and its menopausal weather changes. I love it. I love you, Florida. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you, baby. My baby, Florida. Mm-hmm. I lived in Texas. Fucking hated that shit. Fucking Texas is cool, but nah, Florida. You know, the funny thing is, though, is I don't want to live anywhere. I am so scared of a, of commitment that I don't want to, I don't, I couldn't tell you where I wanted to live one day because what you're asking me is where would I want to be in one place forever? And I fucking don't have an answer for you. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I don't know where I want to be. The rest of my life in one place what I'm... ridiculous question ridiculous i won't even answer it <laughs> oh man what do you want me to say hawaii bali the beach i mean doing one thing forever sounds like torture I need variety. I need diversity. I need change. I need to feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it's my ADHD rooted into my, uh, I don't know. I'm a Gemini with a Gemini moon. So apparently uh, that means something. So if you guys want to try and take that to the bank, you can. I don't know. I've seemed to be led on to believe that just if you have any sort of 
if you have any horoscope, your life is probably going to be hell. Because <laughs> apparently, according to my friend Jamie over there, uh, shout out to Jamie, the friggin' with all that nonsense that I, godly, it just scares me, man. You're, well, it's because you're a Gemini, Zach. Well, <laughs> it's because of your Gemini moon. You're screwed. What? What? Well, apparently Gemini's are totally screwed emotionally. And we have this multi-personality uh, thing towards us. And I don't, you don't have to believe in this stuff or not, but it is funny how they seem to uh, line up with uh, some truths um, as far as like your horoscope goes. So I do seem to relate to a lot of Gemini traits. Uh, the main one being that we're very indecisive. We have two personalities, one that one that will be very strong for and one that will be very strong against whatever the uh, selected topic is. And I struggle on a daily basis making decisions. Like people hate being around me when I'm trying to make decisions like picking food or buying a tattoo or doing – I'm just like, I don't know. This looks good. That looks good. But this, but that, but this, but that. I mean I piss myself off with it honestly. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, just flip a fucking coin and move on, you know? But um, I don't flip the coin. I sit there and I freaking dilly-dally and I have to think things all the way through and I have to figure it out. And I just, you know, I never even do. I just always end up like going for it, whatever it is by the end of it. So what I'm trying to work on is less thinky, more dewy. Less thinky, more dewy. Simple as that, right? I'm not even going to think about it anymore. I'm not even going to explain it any more than that. That's all you get. Oh, man. But I know that's going to resonate with some of y'all, so. <clears throat> All right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to finish this thing. I'm like, I'm getting there. What are we? We're at 42 minutes, and this cigar is still going. God damn. What did you just sign up for, Zach? I don't know, man. Just wanted to get high and talk to my phone for a little while, and here I am. High, and I've been talking to my phone for a while. I did it! <laughs> Goddamn. <coughs> <coughs> oh, boy. Well, I hope that resonated with a lot of you guys. Um, the opportunity thing, and and learning lessons and stuff, and trying to grow based off of I really think that's such an interesting thought, though, trying to grow off your parents' mistakes. Like, seriously, think about it. Like, if you grow off your, if you don't make any of the mistakes that your parents made, and then your kids don't make any of the mistakes that you made, and so on and so forth, imagine how fucking elevated we could be in a few generations, you know? So, the families who care are going to start caring, you know? They're going to start, they're going to, they're going to be. I don't know. There's going to be like super super humans out here pretty soon due to just years and years of generations of enlightening um, thought processes. And, you know, no matter how released from your ego you become, you're still going to be related to your ego because you are a product of your environment, whether you like it or not. You being open minded is because something pointed you in that direction, whether it was other people being open-minded or everyone being closed-minded and showing you that there was something wrong 
that is a product of environment and is related to your ego. So isn't that interesting? I think so. I'm getting really high. I'm sorry. I have... Yeah, remember those tangents I mentioned earlier? <laughs> but yeah, what's with these horoscope things? Hold on, I got my computer right here. Let's see what the Gemini of the day is. Or whatever the hell. Gemini, Gemini. Gemini, baby, what we got? Gemini horoscope today, tell me. astrology.com all right i'm gonna read this gemini zodiac sign for september 27th 2020 all right today you could reconnect with someone who changes your opinion about an issue you never thought you'd budge on your mind is open and you're intellectually curious so the timing is perfect plus they aren't going to preach at you they know that they know that won't get them anywhere you could discover that you were either wrong all these years or you've grown into a different perspective than the one you used to have. Huh. Well, isn't that interesting? A whole freaking... That is literally very, very curious. Because I've kind of talked about that, right? Perspectives and... That's interesting. Okay, has that happened? Okay, who did I meet? Did I talk to anybody? Hmm... Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've reconnected with people every single day, literally. But I don't think I've talked about an issue. Hmm. But... That, that'd be like that all the time, though. I mean, me, me and my roommates sit around, and or I'll sit around with random people, and they'll talk to me, and I get my mind blown, or just perspectives changed and thrown at me all the time. So this is it's pretty cool. Pretty cool little horoscope. I guess I like that. Let's see what tomorrow's is. What the WTF? You can do that? Okay. Okay, let's see. Here we go. I like this one. The new concerns you have about your career aren't going away anytime soon. So deal with them like the intelligent person you are. It's time to have a conversation. It's time to have a conversation with someone you trust. And it doesn't have to be someone who is intimately involved with what you do on a daily basis. You just need a sounding board. Someone you you know will tell you the truth no matter how hard it will be to hear. Avoid talking to anyone who is too close to your situation. They might hold back on you. So basically, all that that horoscope says is that as a Gemini, you cannot accept the truth that you know and hold within you already. So instead of having to go and talk to somebody about this kind of shit, you you already know. You just want them to tell you. Someone that won't hold back on you. If you know that they're holding back on you, then that knows. Then you know that that means that you're not seeing something. But at the same time, you could be. I guess you could like. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's some good that's some good advice. How about that? Tell you what, guys, if you want to hit me up on Instagram and you need a sounding board, someone you know will tell you the truth no matter how hard it may be to hear, 
Well, this Gemini's got you covered. Go check me out on Instagram at the retro one, the dot retro one. My name is Zachary, and uh, I got you. I actually do not mind if I have the time when you message me. I would love to be a sounding board for for you, as I am sure that as you as with many other strangers, have a lot going on in your life, and I'm sure it is very interesting, and I'm sure that I wouldn't mind. Unless it's weird. So please don't make it weird. Let's see what yesterday's horoscope was. The new concerns you have... You guys really copy and pasted this? Okay, what is going on? Because if yesterday and tomorrow's horoscope are the same, this is all bullshit. (laughs) What the hell, man? Alright. I'm over this. I'm already over this. But alright, guys. I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, close her down now. I'm not sure that many people's attention span is going to be able to last much longer than this anyways, right? But, uh, alright. Spread love. Spread peace. Spread kindness. Trying to jump at every opportunity that comes your way. And if you feel like there's no opportunities coming your way, create some, motherfucker. You know what you're doing. And you know what you have to do, okay? Go out and get it. I believe in you. People believe in you. And you know it's possible, bro. You know what you gotta do. Alright, you guys have a good one. Please, please follow me on social media. Um, I try to be as, you know, talk communicative on there as possible. So if you have any questions or comments or want to talk, let me know. And I also think you can send in little voice clips back to this. So if you guys do that, I would be super stoked to hear what you guys have to say. So anyways, follow me on Instagram. Again, that's at the dot retro one. And yeah, have a great night. Beep.